Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there? Man, it has been a great day. In the studio today, we've got like Dan is dancing the hula in here, and <laughs> we've got gum. You guys, hey, if you want to send me money for sponsorship, that'd be great. Icebreakers Arctic Grape Ice Cubes. Has anyone ever had that out there in the abyss of radio? You guys, you don't even understand. I Okay, let me tell you this quick little story before we get into the word of God. It'll make you laugh. Just hang with me. Uh, so one of, my, one of my staff members actually bought this gum. And it was like grape and it smelled like grape. And you know how bubblicious makes this, these huge bubbles in your mouth? And I looked at her and she's like, this is the best gum ever. And I was like, are you six? Why are you? Why are you eating grape gum? And she looked at me and she was like, it is phenomenal. Don't knock it till you try it. And I'm like, give me a piece of that grape gum. And I ate it. And oh my goodness, she was right. I totally stand corrected. I apologize, icebreakers, ice cubes. Um, listen, this is the best gum of all time. And I'm salivating because when I'm done with this show, I get to. Dan's like, where's mine? Here you go. <laughs> I'm like not even kidding you. I'm passing it around the studio. Um, anyway, I don't know what that was about, but that was fun. Um, Hey, and the title of my message today is don't get stuck. How ironically that was the Holy spirit. You guys <laughs> was the Holy spirit. <laughs> okay. Now that everyone has stopped listening to me. Um, so grape gum, go get it. And then also don't get stuck. Okay. Uh, before we get into the message today and I'm going to stop saying stupid stuff, hopefully, um, we are so grateful. For y'all reaching out to us, we love you like times infinity, right? Um, every single one of you guys, we pray for you on a regular basis. Uh, I feel like the Lord just just puts our listeners and our followers and everyone um, that just kind of graciously <laughs> follows along on my heart a lot, and um, we're we're incredibly grateful for you. It's because of you that we're on the air. And I want to know that every single time that you support our ministry, it goes to the changing of a life of some sort. I had um, someone reach out. Actually, I have lots of people that reach out to me about the show specifically. Um, But one was particularly struggling with being bold in her faith. And uh, she reached out to me and just said, I found the show and just want to let you know it has encouraged me to not only believe, but to be bold. And that couldn't be more music to my ears as our whole mantra is bold truth. We are not watered down and we'll never be watered down truth and raw faith. I mean, we have to exhibit faith that scares us. Um, that That is what Joshua did. <laughs> that is what Moses did. You know, they, they exhibited faith, not in faith, but faith in a God that can do the miraculous based on the action of faith. So um, that's what we're about. So every time you give, that is what your, your money goes to. And um, we just could not be more thankful for each one of you guys. 
listening along, following along, whatever. I got social media. Hello. Who doesn't these days, guys? Facebook, Autumn Miles, um, and then Instagram, Autumn Miles. You'll see a lot of my family on there, my four children. Also, I do have Twitter that I don't ever use, but it's there if you want to follow along. I won't ever post on it, but (laughs) you can follow along. Uh, People are mean on Twitter. Aren't they mean? They like hate so much. I mean, there's there's mean people everywhere, but on Twitter, it's just like, yikes. Oh, my goodness. So I don't partake too much, but follow us along. I do tons of videos. We put out content every single day, multiple times a day. If you just like to be encouraged in your faith, Lord bless your word in Jesus name. Amen. Do not get stuck. Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. That's what I want to talk about for the next few minutes that we have left because so many of us are stuck. Okay. If Satan can't get you to sin, listen, if he's tempted you with shoplifting at Dillard's or wherever, if he has tempted you to cheat, if he has tempted you to not pay your taxes or to um, cheat on your mate or whatever it is, if he cannot get you to do those things, which uh, those were some pretty whatever, sin can be a lie. Sin can be gossip. Sin can be backbiting. Sin can be all sorts of things. But if he cannot get you to do that, He will get you stuck in your life. And I dare say that sin is not really the biggest problem to a believer because we have Jesus who has freed us and paid for the very penalty of our sin. Getting stuck is Because if you have already crossed that finish line of salvation and you have said yes to Jesus and he abides in you, then sin is not really any longer Satan's concern. Now, if you're not a Christian, sin can keep you away from the Lord. But if you're a Christian, Satan will work tirelessly for you not to become a Christian that is empowered, that is walking in purpose, that is walking on purpose, because he will get you stuck somewhere in your life. Don't believe me? I've got about thousands and thousands and thousands of emails that say otherwise of people that are stuck. We have to bring awareness to this stuck, okay? I know right now that some of you that are listening are stuck in anger. You're stuck in um, unforgiveness. You just can't forgive them. You want to, but you just don't know how. You're stuck in why did God allow dot, dot, dot. You're stuck in your marriage so frustrated with your mate because they dot, dot, dot. And what we don't understand that when we don't move through our life with the spirit of God governing it, We will get stopped in an area that God wanted us to push through. We'll get stopped in an area that God wants us to work through. 
will get stopped in an area that will keep us from what is on just on the other side. That's stuck. I want you today to get unstuck. And how you do that is not living on how you feel, the frustration, the offense. Because today, I mean, I mean, offense has always been an issue to the human mind. But today, I mean, you you hear about things that offend you all the time, and it's very t- a temptation to stay offended all the time. Is being offended a sin? I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. But I know for sure it's something that we can get stuck on. Offense. We have gotten stuck where God says push through and we have catered to our feelings, which are not in and of themselves bad things. But when we live based on the high or based on the low, we can get stuck. We have to step back, see a 30,000 foot view of our life. Imagine, believe, uh, uh, um, know that God has something greater on the other side of what it is that you're holding on to. You know, we have to live on the idea that God governs our life and he says he will work it out for good to those who are uh, called um, uh, according to his purpose. He will work things out together for our good. He is governing our lives. He sees the things that can keep us stuck and wants us to trust him rather than what we're getting stuck in. I, uh, I, oh my goodness, if we can just trust God enough that he's governing us through, Trust God enough that although they betrayed you, he's going to take care of them and he's going to bless you. Although your husband or wife isn't, is, is, isn't acting the way that they should, he's going to speak to them, correct, correct them, but he's also going to bless you for your faithfulness. Understanding that there is a God that is governing and his promise is that it's going to work out. I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to take this incredibly difficult thing and turn it into something positive in your life if you will release it. I'm governing your life. You think you're controlling it. You think they're controlling it. They're not. I'm governing it. When we release the things that get us stuck in our lives, we see God moving us through our lives to greater and greater things. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I had a really hard time coming up with what exact verse to share with you today? Because I mean, I mean, you could share a thousand, but the story of Joseph has been so inspiring to me, convicting to me, um, and, and really sets the table for this idea um, of not ever getting stuck. I want you to move through, not get stuck because when you get stuck, it only hurts you. It doesn't hurt them. It hurts you. It, 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 it stops you from what you could become. It stops you from seeing what God wants to do in your life. So you have to get unstuck. And Joshua did, uh, Joseph did that. Jo- uh, the story of Joseph you can find in Genesis but I want to just talk, talk you through what Joseph went through. He was the child of Jacob, hated by his brothers because he had a dream. 
That said, they would all bow down to him, basically. Jacob made Joseph a coat of many colors, and he flashed it around, and Jacob didn't make it for the other brothers. And they hated him. That in and of itself could get people stuck. (laughs) My brothers hate me for no reason. I'm going to hate them back, and I'm going to live in revenge my entire life and everything I'm going to do is be is going to be motivated about the fact that they hate me. If that's you today saying, uh, oh, my goodness, uh, she's reading my mail in your car. You need to get unstuck. That right there could have got Joseph stuck. Then based on the hate that his brothers um, felt towards him, they stripped him naked. They threw him in a ditch. And left him for dead. Well, well, if the emotion enough didn't get him stuck, surely throwing him in a ditch and leaving him for dead could get Joseph stuck. How many people in your life have betrayed you? I mean, he had all of his brothers betraying him. That betrayal. Oh, why? How could they? What are they? God, how did you allow this? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you see this coming? Here I am in a ditch, left for dead. These people that are supposed to love me, that can get you stuck. But it didn't, Joseph. They then sold him into slavery. That again could get somebody stuck. And that slavery brought him to Potiphar. And everything was going great with his life in, in, in Potiphar's house. He was, he was taking care of the house and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, an accusation from Potiphar's wife. He was, he was, Joseph was accused of trying to have sex with Potiphar's wife, even though he did nothing and fled and was innocent and actually turned her down after her proposition. The hurt of being accused could have got him stuck. You know, sometimes especially, I mean, I know with the internet and with email and with texting and with all this kind of stuff, you know, we're we're really, really easy to accuse or we're easy to assume or we're easy to blame very passive aggressively. You know, we are we are screen brave today. Uh, we are screen brave. We're not actually brave. We're just screen brave, which is really um, not brave at all. Uh, really, really immature. Some of the things that I read on the Internet or I read on, on my own feeds and on your feeds, um, we're, we're, we're screen brave. But but there's a lot of accusations of, of people that come out on Twitter specifically, like we we talked about earlier. There's a lot of accusations of pastors. There's a lot of accusations of people that are just trying to do their best, follow God, make a difference. And if you're not careful, that can get you stuck right there because you know it's not true. You know what they're saying isn't true. You know who you are. God knows who you are, but that has a tendency to get people stuck. And Joseph absolutely certainly could have been one of those people that um, was stuck in the accusation. I wonder sometimes if he didn't talk to God about the hurt and the pain that he had uh, experienced to date in his life after he was accused by Potiphar's wife, knowing he was innocent. But because of that, he was thrown in jail. Now 
now he's in prison. He, the Bible doesn't record him doing anything wrong <laughs> in any of, of these different scenarios. You can read Genesis to read the story of Joseph for yourself. I've done a little research for you. Um, but he's in prison. And one of the things that it always says throughout Joseph's entire life was that the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. And I wonder sometimes if, the, if Joseph felt like the Lord was with him when he was being accused, when he was being thrown in, uh, in the ditch, when he was being sold. I wonder if the Lord, if he, he knew and could feel the Lord was with him, or did he just have the intellectual knowledge that God was governing his life? He can't get stopped in a mindset that would get him, him stuck. He has to move through his life because he believed that God was good and God does good based on our behalf. I wonder, I wonder how that went, but we find him in prison. And here he sits in prison and then the butcher and the baker come to him all having dreams and he interprets the dreams. But one of the clauses, um, uh, uh, when Pharaoh had a dream and called for interpretation, he asked the butcher and the baker if they were to be released, which his interpretation said that they would, to remember him. And they didn't. He was forgotten. I wonder if that's got you stuck today. Did someone forget? what they were supposed to do for you? Did someone forget that they were supposed to put your name in for that promotion? Did someone forget that you were alive and you really respected them and you really wanted them to disciple you and that you want them to check in on you, but they just forgot about you? I wonder if that's got you stuck today. Did your mom forget your birthday? (laughs) That can get you stuck really easy. Do you feel forgotten by God? Because that'll get you stuck. Even in Joseph being forgotten, he didn't get stuck. And then, of course, Pharaoh had a dream that needed an interpretation. And finally, one of those yahoos spoke up and said, Oh, yeah, there's this guy in prison. And he interpreted my dream and he interpreted it correctly. I think we should call for him. And so, finally, After years of Joseph believing that God is governing my life, I'm not going to live based on my feelings. I'm not going to live based on my hate of my brothers. I'm not going to live based on the anger that I have towards Potiphar's wife. I'm not going to live based on the the, the fact that two people that I really, 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 really helped sewed into their life, did everything that I could for them, forgot about me. I'm not going to live on. I am going to live based on the fact that God is governing my life. And though it's happened to me, I don't have to live like it has. I can live victoriously through the knowledge that God will bring something good out of this. All of a sudden, I can just imagine. The Bible says that God gave Joseph favor in prison. And he was like in charge of everything in prison. (laughs) It's awesome. And then all of a sudden, you know, the prison guards come in and they say, you need to take a bath. You need to get cleaned up. You're going to go and you're going to sit before Pharaoh. He's got a dream. So interesting. When we think that God has forgotten about us and all these things are happening to us, we can get stuck right there or we can understand that they are education for the time when the prison guard comes in and says, it's time to meet Pharaoh. You've learned a lot. 
You've been educated. You have your education in life under your belt. Now it's time to put all of that education through trial to work. I'm sure it was interesting to him when he stood before Pharaoh, all cleaned up looking at him. And Pharaoh said, no one, no one has been able to interpret this dream for me. And it's frustrating me and it's killing me. And I absolutely don't know. I I can't even sleep because of this dream. But they say that you have a God that answers dreams. You have a God that is able to interpret dreams. So here's my dream, and I want you to interpret it. I wonder if if, if, if Josh, uh, Joseph was still stuck in the anger that he had towards his brothers. Would he be able to hear the interpretation of Pharaoh's dream? If Joseph was still stuck in the fact that he was in a ditch left for dead, would he be able to hear from God to interpret uh, uh, Pharaoh's dream? If Joseph was stuck in the fact that he was betrayed by Potiphar's wife, would he be able to hear from God on how to interpret uh, uh, Pharaoh's dream? Or would his mentality drown out the voice of God? He was able to stand before Pharaoh and let him know what was up. Interpreted the dream flawlessly. And Pharaoh looked at him and said, wow, this guy's wisdom of God is on him. And put him only under himself in Egypt. And it was Joseph that paved the way hundreds of years later for the nation of Israel to walk out from the bondage of Egypt. It's so interesting to be Joseph's brothers. I won't go into any more of the the story because I basically told you the whole thing except for the end. His brothers come back to him and they need a favor. Don't you love it when someone has totally hurt you come come and they need a favor. They need food. Or they're going to die because of the famine that Joseph predicted through the interpretation of Pharaoh's dream that he was able to predict because his mind wasn't caught up in hate. They come before him. They don't recognize him, but he recognizes them. And right there, Joseph's heart is no doubt challenged and overwhelmed. It tells us so in the book of Genesis. And he had an opportunity to kill them. But he didn't. He fed them. If he was stuck, he wouldn't be able to minister to the heads of the 12 tribes of Israel. Look it up. That's where it started. If he had killed them or he had gotten stuck, he wouldn't have been able to start and and really sustain the line of the promise that God made to Abraham. Look it up. And when they came to him in, uh, in Genesis 50, and when they, 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 they apologized to him, it says in Genesis 50, 18, then his brothers came along and fell down before him and said, behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. For am I in God's place? I'm in God's place. Actually, what you did to me positioned to be here. I see that. 
As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many alive. So therefore, wow, I want to meet Joseph. Don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. So he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. What a beautiful example of someone that understands the power of moving through your life, knowing that God's governing it, knowing that God sees every hurt. He sees every time you are sinned against. He sees every false accusation. He sees it. And if it wasn't for Joseph not getting stuck in an event and understanding that there is a story. I don't know that we would have seen that same result. I challenge you today as you walk throughout your day in this week, I challenge you to live unstuck. I challenge you to get unstuck. And that comes with simple repentance saying, Lord, I have been stuck. Help me get unstuck. Get in the word of God. Take it to your pastor. Take it to your leader. Get unstuck. Live unstuck. Because God wants you to walk in freedom, understanding that he sees every wrong against you and he will right it. Make take some time, but it will happen. I am living proof that it will happen. Love you guys so much. I will see you tomorrow right back here on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.